Let's get it. Welcome to another live edition of the Hampton Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Nail. What's up, what's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. Feels like I ain't seen you in like a month. I know. It has <laughs> been a minute, and it feels like you just said that because we had to reboot up the stream. Sorry about the audio issues. Y'all will get through them, but we have so very much to get into today, including the first day of Super Bowl week, John Morant's investigation that he has going on right now around his friend possibly pointing a gun at the Indiana Pacers. We're going to break that down, give you all the details you need to know. But first, Coop, the first domino has fallen of trade deadline season. Kyrie Irving is heading off to Dallas to pair up with Luka Doncic. I'm going to let you break down the details of this one while I get chat up on screen. There's a lot to break down here. Yep. So, as you said, Kyrie Irving is no longer in a Brooklyn Nets uniform. Him and Markeith Morris, who I bet you didn't know he was on the Brooklyn Nets team, uh, they are heading to Dallas in return for Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, a 2029 first-round pick and two second-round picks. Um, that doesn't even feel... Like, yeah. enough for Kyrie Irving. No, it doesn't at all. Like, the basketball player. We'll, yes. we'll, we'll leave the Kyrie Irving off-court to the side for right now. But Kyrie Irving, the basketball player, you feel like you should have to give up more than what you gave. So, in that sense, kudos to Dallas. Kudos to him. But on the flip side, how does this translate to the court? Yeah. It doesn't, in yeah. my opinion. Obviously, they're going to be awesome now, and I'm just saying this to say this. But I just don't understand Luka with a ball-dominant Kyrie. I don't either. Uh, like I just can't wrap my head around that. My first thing was usage rate, right? I yeah. went and looked up Luca's usage rate. I thought it was going to be number one in the league. It's not, I believe, Jan. No, it's Joel Embiid is number one in the league. Uh, Luke is a guy that has a ball in his hand. And as for me, I just think about, about it like this. If Kyrie Irving is in uniform 100% of the time, which you and I both know he's not going to be, he's going to find something to keep him out. Yep. But if he is, just basketball-wise, does it make sense to have a 6-1 point guard off ball as much as Kyrie will be. It doesn't make any sense to me uh, from a Dallas perspective. Now, when I look at Brooklyn, I get that they want win-now players, but to be honest, they were not winning shit in Dallas. And yes, there is a report that did come out from Bleach Report this afternoon saying that they want to flip Spencer Dinwiddie for possibly Fred Van Fleet, but okay, you're replacing Kyrie with Fred. It's just... I get that they didn't want to send – you were telling me off-air that they didn't want to send Kyrie to the Los Angeles Lakers because that's what he wanted. Josiah kind of wanted to spite Kyrie there. I get it. But that may have been the best offer. I just – I don't I don't know, man. I, I just don't – A, I don't understand why Kyrie wanted out. Yes. Like, y'all are winning basketball games. You and KD were literally going from, like, the 12th seed to the 2 seed in, like, a month span. Facts. And you all of a sudden want to get out of there. Yeah. I just don't understand how any of that makes sense. And then for Brooklyn to say, we're getting win-now players, we're going to build around KD right now. I love Spencer Dinwiddie. I think he's a great basketball player. Is he really? <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie returned to Brooklyn. Never yeah. thought I'd be happy to see that. But I think they do want to flip him. They're not done. Yeah, I don't think they're done. They do want to flip him. Dorian Finney-Smith, that's a, that's a good 3 and D guy. But if he's I'm not Kevin been Dur- shooting well. If I'm Kevin Durant, man, I don't think he gets moved before the deadline, but I think the offseason is going to be Groundhog Day for him. I think he's going to have another request out and probably yeah. their fifth or sixth request that they've had in the past 18 months. It's just it's a tough scene for Josiah over there. Very tough scene for Josiah. I mean, I, and you and I were talking off air. There's really nothing that they've done. Usually, you can put it on the GM. Not, I, I don't understand if I'm Mark Cuban because you know you had Luka Doncic come to you and said that they want a home run move at the trade yeah. deadline. They've just made it. This doesn't seem like a slam dunk. No. It's kind of like a swing for the fences and a miss. Because I just, I'll be the first one to say I'm wrong. The West is still wide open. But Kyrie and Luka doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Maybe Kyrie locks in and I see something. I love the staggered minutes between them. Staggered minutes are going to be fun. It's when they're on the court together. Yeah, it's just I, I don't figure it out. And then who's going to take the last? It's just there's so many questions to figure out almost two-thirds into the season now. Yeah, because look – all right, let's look at the players that they traded. Yes. They traded away Dorian Finney-Smith. What was his role? Defend one of the best players. Right. Stand in the corner. Wait for Luka to pass you that ball and shoot that open three. Mm-hmm. Right? That yeah. was his role. Yeah. Is Kyrie playing that role? No. Absolutely not. Spencer Dinwiddie's role was a little more play make when Luka's on the bench, like getting his five seconds of rest. Right. Um, and make shots, play make, and do all this stuff and defend uh, at a decent rate. But 
Kyrie doesn't fill those roles. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Let's go to chat real quick. It's been a minute since we've been here in chat. I want to appreciate you for sticking with us, even through the audio problems to the first one. But only Memphis, our guys in here. I was talking to him and Chris Vernon's chat last week because you yes, and I sir. were bored as hell. We didn't have yeah. a show to record. But shout out to only Memphis, man. I appreciate you, man. Shout out Devin Walker, by the way. Shout out on the he shouted us out in Chris Vernon's chat last week. So shout oh, really? out to him. Yeah, shout out Devin Walker, man. Uh, Jacob in chat. Robbie, I see you. Football prize. Good to see you, Goofy OC. Trey. Uh, is that Trey Furnace? I'd be interested if that's Trey Furnace or not. But, Kez, good to see you, my guy. Um, let's do some early predictions. I see Jacob in chat asking about how far are the Mavs going to go into the playoffs. We haven't seen one game yet, but let's predict it. Second round. I think they can get out of the first round. I think Luka's good enough to get you out of the first round by himself. I agree with that. Um does this make you nervous for your Western Conference team? You and I are Grizzlies fans. Are you shaking for, from Dallas? No, and we suck against Dallas. Yeah, we're terrible against Dallas. It does not make me quiver no. at all against them. We kind of we kind of have Kyrie's number every time we have to play Kyrie. I remember I saw like ESPN. They post up like an e- like a potential starting five, and I saw like Dwight Powell and, and Josh Green and Josh the Green, like, Tim Hardaway Jr. And then you have Kyrie and Luca. But I'm, I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that team's worse than Brooklyn with Kyrie and KD, in my opinion. And Kyrie and KD were fourth or fifth in the East now. Yeah, I don't know. It's just odd, and I mean, at the end of the day, it could look good on on the court. It yeah, just looks odd exactly. on paper. It just it, looks odd on paper. It does look odd on paper. Where do you think they finish in the standings? We all know after uh, two, it is really jumbled up in the standings. I think Dallas could finish with a four or five seed. Yeah, where are they sitting right now? The four. Yeah, it doesn't. I believe there's like three games that separate. Yeah, they can literally go from. Yeah, they lose. They lose two games straight. They're sitting at the 12 seed. So exactly, uh, I can see them sitting. They're gonna. I think they're gonna be one of those teams that they're gonna fight real hard to avoid the play-in at that seven seed, and I think they might slip into that six seed. But this, like you said, jumbled. Like literally four through what is that? Thirteen right now is a four-game split. Yeah. So the fourth seed through the thirteenth seed is a four game split right now. Yeah, so. it it's gonna be really tight. Let's Grizzlies let's, are trying to join that crew too. Yeah, so. for sure. Let's look at this from a Brooklyn side of things, why don't we? Because um I feel like you and I talking about Jock Vaughn being coach of the year, he's the one I feel bad for most. He gets thrust into our already really shaky situation with Steve Nash leaving. Yeah. He does an amazing job. Kyrie and Katie are rolling. Katie gets hurt. Uh, Kyrie, they're four and seven without Kevin Durant, and then they get blown out in Boston. Kyrie the next day requests for a trade. It all happens so fast. Two days after that, he's a Dallas Maverick. Yeah, uh, it's kind of sad to kind of see a coach of the year candidacy kind of get thrown in the drain because you have players like yes. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> um, but it's just one of those things that I think KD's capable enough to keep this team afloat and keep them in the playoffs. But at w- what risk are you running? Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, this man has never been healthy for the last like ten years. It feels like, if we're no, being completely he honest. He so hasn't at all. I just feel like you're hurting him more than anything else. And at the end of the day, we talk all the time about like the Lebrons of the world, the K- uh, the Stephs of the world. We're like, stop wasting their final years. Yes, because we don't know how long they're going to keep playing for, but they are the greats right now. Yeah, and I feel like what they this whole Nets debacle has wasted Kevin Durant's. Yeah. Four years that he's been there. Feels I agree. Like. I agree. But, um, and we'll see. I, I see. A, it, I saw Kendrick Perkins tweeted out today that the Nets. You know, this is an obvious statement in my opinion. But the Kyrie, James Harden, Kevin Durant's the biggest failure in the history of the NBA. In my opinion, it is. They never made it even to a conference mm. finals, and, and for it to end like this, because I'm ready to say it's over. I think Kevin Durant will carry them into the playoffs somehow because Kevin KD's just a hooper. He's going to finish out the season. But as soon as that offseason drops, he's going to win out of there. He's going to get out of there. Yeah. He should have gotten out of there this <laughs> offseason probably. Yeah, I agree. But I think Josiah made the right decision, and they had everything going. If KD doesn't get hurt, if KD doesn't get hurt, I don't think Kyrie's a Dallas Maverick right I now. don't either. I don't either. That's just why it's so odd. Like, why yeah. does he decide that just because his circumstances are going just slightly a different direction than he wanted it to, why is it all of a sudden you want out? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> The grass ain't always green on the other side. Mm-hmm. I'll say it. 
Yeah. And I think Kyrie just is always assumes the grass is greener on the other side, and sometimes it's not. No, it's it's not. And Kyrie's always a grass is greener guy. I remember him standing in, in Boston Garden saying that he's going to re-sign with the Celtics. He didn't do it. And then he went to Brooklyn, and I, I went back just for, like, shits and gigs. So I was editing a video about this today. Um and it was Kyrie in his opening presser at the Nets. And, of course, it was, I'm so happy to be here. I can't wait to be here long term, blah, 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 blah. And it's just all BS. I don't know what Dallas does long term here, but let's turn our focus to KD specifically. If you're in Kevin Durant's shoes, what teams are standing out to you right now? Uh, That's a good question. Honestly, as much as crazy as it sounds, the Grizzlies. I know that sounds like a homer thing, but I think the Grizzlies are a perfect place for him. I wouldn't. I'd be remiss to say the Warriors are still a good place for him. The Grizzlies would have to give up Desmond Bain. I don't know if they're wanting willing to do, to do that. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Warriors would be a place. I see a lot of return to Golden State yeah. uh, in the comments as well. I think Phoenix would be another. Real Phoenix is a good one. Honestly, this is going to sound a little crazy, but. They are a decent team right now. They're right there in that mix. Yes. I could see a, a return to OKC with him and Shea would be an interesting dynamic. Yes, it really would be with Chet Holmgren there yeah. as well. And like, I know that's odd. Like, not many people would sink that one, and obviously that's probably not going to be the one that happens. But that team has the picks. Yeah. And that team would be Shea, Lou Dort, KD, Giddy, and then a big. Yes. That's a lineup. They they have the ammo to do so, and it's a storybook ending in Oklahoma City. You and I were begging for this last summer when he requested a trade the first time. So I think KD – there's uh, you know, OKC okay, so would be dope. Let's be honest. Yeah. Every team can use a KD. Yes, Obviously, they can. every team can use a KD. Obviously, yes. Um, I just want him to go to a team that's going to be competing. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with Ole Memphis in chat. He said Trailblazers somehow. I think that would be interesting, That'd too, be great. that was another team rumored uh, last offseason. They just – They just gave Jeremy Grant the bag, though, and that would have been a really great trade piece. We do have two trade updates. Siakam right. for the Toronto Raptors and Anthony Simons of – the Trailblazers are unlikely to be traded. Oh, okay. So. I thought you were saying they're involved in a deal. No, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> got you on the no, edge no, no, of your seat there. Did y'all see like, that? He, he was full I was like, bro, Siakam seat. for Simons. I'm like, they just re-signed Simons. <laughs> but Pascal's a little bit surprising. I think Siakam, a lot of people thought he would be traded. They would trade everybody but Scotty Barnes. It doesn't look like that's going to be the deal. I'm worried the Raptors aren't going to trade anybody. Mm. I'm really worried that they're not going to trade anybody. They might trade OG, but I'm still worried that they're going to keep everybody else, which is going to make. I think Gary Trent would be really serviceable for a team in Memphis. That's, I'm just, for a this, team in Memphis, this isn't Grizz talk. Not but just I'm the just hustle. Say that. I'm not. Well, shout out your boy Zaire Williams down for the hustle, but not my boy. Shout out John Roser's boy. No, your boy uh, Zaire Williams. No. Shout out. To I've never man. defended him, especially after that Warriors game. I, yeah, okay. I've just said we can still get something for him because he's 21. Let's go to all around in chess. And do you think Kyrie Irving will be happy with a ball dominant player like Luka Doncic? You no. and I just brought this up. Yeah, no, no. Uh, it makes no sense to have a six one guard playing off ball. Luka's usage rate is almost forty percent second in the entire league. Makes zero sense. Like you really like as wild as this sounds, I would have preferred him to go somewhere like Miami. Yes, to where you can actually involve Kyle yeah. Lowry in the deal. Speaking of Phoenix, we we're talking about them earlier. Phoenix did offer Chris Paul in this deal. It was Chris turned Paul, down. Jay Crowder, and a couple picks. That's all. If I'm Brooklyn, I know Chris Paul has been not the CP of old, but I like CP with K- Katie a hell of a lot better than Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith. I'm oh, sorry. No, yeah, and I'd like Chris Paul and Jay Crowder a lot because at the end of the day, Jay Crowder's a winner. I've said it all the time. I know we yes. ain't seen him this year, but he is. Jay Crowder in Brooklyn, I wouldn't have hated. It just this trade makes no sense for either side of it. I just don't get it. You got anything else on this trade before we move into Steph Curry's injury? Nah, I just honestly, I can't wait to see this first game because obviously Luca's not even playing tonight. So Kyrie is making his debut Wednesday night. Wednesday night, so potentially Wednesday night uh, on Grizz Talk, we'll get <laughs> we'll make a minor comment about it because we'll at least get to see the first game. Of this new regime in Dallas. Yeah. Do they extend him long term? That's the final question I have for you. <laughs> I think it depends if he plays this year. I think Kyrie Irving will give everything he has until the end of the year. He's not going to miss any more bizarre time. I think he gets a long term deal. When he gets it, next season is going to be the same old shit. That's, yep. my, that's my opinion. That's fair. Uh, let's get into Steph Curry's injury. We're going to have a cha- change in the Western Conference all-star starting lineup. Interesting. A Shea Gilders-Alexander or John Morant could slide into a Western Conference all-star starter spot. And that's because Stephen Curry, 
partially tore his ligament in his leg. He's going to be out, quote, multiple weeks. We didn't get an exact timetable, but this is massive for a Warriors team that needed to really flip the switch right now. Looks like they're not going to be able to. Yeah, I do not think this team is going to be able to salvage this year. I don't think so either. Do they have a chance of falling out of the play-in? I mean, they're right there on the cusp right now. I think they're the nine seed. So, and what's how far back's the thirteen seed? Uh, a game. <laughs> so a game <laughs> separates the nine and thirteen seed. Let's let's get the exacts. Let's get the exacts. Why yeah, let's let's get it. I was up. looking at their. I'm a, I'm gonna look at their schedule. So they're the eight seed. I was wrong. They're the eighth seed in their. Yeah, one and a, two and a half games. Two and a half games from the 13 from being seed. flipped with the Lakers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's shout out your Lakers. They're still bums. They're the 13th seed. Uh, they will actually. I think the Lakers will over. Will finish ahead Warriors. of Golden State. Yes. Do you believe that? I mean, Chad, let me know if you think LA is going to finish two, above Golden State. Three, four, five. Ignore me. Six. I think eight. a G League team is going to finish over Memphis Grizzlies right now. Unfortunately, probably this has been terrible. But you have they anything? basically only play playoff teams the rest of the way. Do you think there's any way they ride the ship? And even if they go 500 from here, they're not going to get above an eight seed. If they go 500 from here, they're ending the year at barely 500, which means you're sitting at nine, ten. Yeah, yeah. Nine like 10. I mean, and at the end of the day, is going 500 really plausible? Like I mean, no. You, we do have to like actually consider the fact that they just lost their superstar. Yeah. I understand Clay Thompson's still Clay Thompson. I understand Draymond's Draymond. I understand, like I understand, right. You just lost the guy that was basically keeping you afloat as it was. Absolutely. I really don't see them actually even being in the play-in. Because there's teams sitting here like, I mean, we've Who, been talking about OKC. O- Oklahoma City could Portland, finish above them now. Utah, Los Angeles, Pelicans. Those are the five teams right there with them. I think Portland and Oklahoma City are, are locks. two real teams that could finish above them in the locks. play-in. I'd put Pelicans because Zion is eventually going to come back. But the, they've been bad. <laughs> the Lakers need to... Get off this. I didn't even mention in the tease. That's how busy this week is. LeBron's going to break the all-time oh. scoring record yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's going to break that tomorrow. Yeah, he? he's going to yeah. break the all-time scoring record probably tomorrow. I think it's he's 33 or 32 points away. 36 is what I was 36. Last time. So he has a chance to break it. Tomorrow. And it's going to be on TNT. OKC versus Le- – did you see how expensive those tickets were going I for? I can't imagine, bro. Dude, he's gonna be forcing up so many shots. He's Can you imagine? Like, They're gonna lose tomorrow. <laughs> like one of the greatest record in sports on the line, and like he's losing. He's in his head. He's like, I've scored uh, thirty six so many times. Like he's, he's scored forty tomorrow. against every team, but he's gonna be forcing the issue tomorrow. Hey, it's gonna be a tough one. Great thing about tomorrow, the Grizzlies do not play on national TV. I don't. I don't want the Grizzlies to play ever again right now. Oh, uh, they're playing the Bulls, so hopefully we can at least win one. Yeah. We well, I thought that with Toronto on Sunday. Yeah. Well, when I saw that jaw wasn't playing, I really didn't. You want to get into faith. this investigation now? Yeah, get into the investigation. We'll All come right. back to stuff. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, we know this isn't Grizz talk, but um, this has been really taken around the league yeah. uh, as of late. So, Ja Morant, they the Grizzlies played the Pacers about a week ago, and yeah, apparently somebody in his party got into an altercation with the Pacers outside of the tunnel after the game. Uh, this altercation did happen. It was seen on cameras, but... A security guard for the Indiana Pacers did say that he saw a laser pointed to them and at players coming out of an SUV that Ja Morant was in. And the NBA did launch an investigation to see if this is true. I have a YouTube short out and a TikTok out now, me telling the story uh, in shorter form. But NBA concluded that there was no gun of any kind. Uh, used with, they didn't even see a laser on camera. However, they did see the altercation. John Morant's friend, the guy that comes to every games for him, he will be banned from the FedEx forum. But there was no gun. There was no laser. Uh, that was made up, although there was an altercation. Yeah. What was your response to this? Honestly, it was kind. Of, it's kind of a wild story, but uh, and obviously made me wonder why John Morant wasn't playing on Sunday against the Raptors, and now we probably know. Yeah. Um, but I also want to, if I remember correctly, there was an altercation that happened during the game, too. So it's probably just one of those things that was festering was, the whole time. There was chirping from coming from John Morant's camp that, you know, sits in the same spot courtside yeah, yeah. every game. It bled to after the game. And, yeah, and Ja, he did. I'm going to read his tweet uh, as I pull it up right now because he had a lot to say. I had several people text me about it yesterday. And just my response was, I'm going to let the evidence come out. That's why I waited several days to make the video. Yep. And I, I don't know. He was not happy. And I don't blame him one bit. He said, 
he tweeted out today, did an investigation, seen they were capping, still let an article come out to paint this negative image on me and my family, and bam, my brother from home games for a year. Unbelievable. He was not happy. Nope. And and rightfully so. Yeah. This is like the third accusation that's happened to John Morant this season. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he ended up <laughs> – I think you and I, you played a Shannon Sharp piece for me. Shannon Sharp reacted to it this morning. I know Shannon has gotten into it with this team, but he's right. Like, John needs to stop pro- – he's my favorite player, like, ever. But he needs to stop proving that he's, like, trying to be hood and shit. Like, it does not – You don't need to do that. It doesn't matter, bro. Like <laughs> – Look, I'm fine with you chirping and acting tough and all this on the on the court and we don't run up we don't run up duck no smoke, we run up the chimney yeah. like all this. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with you creating the mantra on the court and off the court as a basketball player. Yeah, stop trying to act like you are the people that are from Memphis. Yeah, and it it just pains me because I want it when his dad is so close. I'm like, why are you not in this kid's ear? This is a 23 year old that has been handed hundreds of millions of dollars. I couldn't believe, I couldn't imagine being in that position right now. And he needs some some sort of guidance right now. He had the 17 year old uh, that like punching him or whatever. Why even put yourself in a position position, to get angry at a 17 year old? I don't think that it was his fault. Look, the 17 year old threw a basketball at his head. That's how people are going to reply, especially when you're playing street ball and stuff. But. Now you have this incident, the whole Shannon Sharp thing, the Dylan Brooks thing. It's just it's we piling. continue. This team continues to put a bullseye Target. on their back, and that's why everybody is celebrating them losing the last eight of their nine games. And they're quickly becoming the most hated team in the NBA. And quite frankly, I'm from Memphis. I can't blame people for it. No. I mean, it just popped in my head. Are we the bad boy Pistons? I mean – Obviously, you're not. No, because we haven't won shit. The Bad Boy Pistons <laughs> they, won it, two it took championships. A, it took a while for them to win, though. Okay, the but they boys. won two championships. Oh, I bro. get that. Yeah. I mean, what if we start winning, though? We're the new Bad Boys. Yeah, but we're not. How are you sitting here saying that? Have you watched us in the past three weeks? You know, I'm just having a couple of devil's advocates. Yeah, there's no devil's advocate. I haven't watched. I've honestly stopped watching the games because I just don't want to. You're lucky you didn't watch last night. I was pulling my hair out. I felt I was trying to keep my cool. I was watching with my parents and just the obscenities I was screaming at that TV downstairs. I was like, dude, we're bad. It's a different side of me. They're bad, bro. We're bad right now. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. I'm just glad that nothing came out because John Moran didn't play yesterday and he had said to DeMichael Cole, a writer for the Commercial Appeal, does a great job on the team. He, he basically asked, what's the vibe in the locker room after all these losses? And Josh said three days ago when nobody knew, he was like, we have something internally going on. I can't speak on the situation, but when I can, I will. Yeah. And that's what this has been. It's been a cloud over their head the past week. Hopefully this clears some type of shit up. We've got to get – I'm just – we've got to get the train back on the tracks. I yes. feel like it's fallen off, and I think the first person to write that ship is Zach Lyman. I feel like, yeah, the first person to write that ship is Dylan Brooks walking out of the door. No, honestly, just cut him. <laughs> this point. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, there needs to be some type of move that the Grizzlies need to make to shift their culture. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, Jay Crowder, I remember him fighting in Madison Square Garden, but it wasn't on, like, any, like, hood rat shit or anything like that. No, it was it a was, competitive. He yes. made a competitive. I remember the vividly. He shot a three when we were already. The game had been over. Yes. He steals the inbound pass and shoots it up. Alfred Payton pops him. Marcus Morris and them coming over. And I'm not going to sit here. You and I haven't talked about the Donovan Mitchell thing on air. We've talked over the phone. But just because of the weather last week, we haven't been able to speak on that. I don't blame Donovan Mitchell at all. I had people commenting, like, I'm going to defend Dylan Brooks for this. No, No. I want DB gone. I want DB gone. I want to say shout-out to Austin Weber in chat, the super. He said, love the content. Keep working. Thank you so very much, Austin. You're the GOAT for real. Shout-out to you. Uh, What else? You you got anything else to say about our bum-ass team right now, dog? I mean, just to speak on the Dylan Brooks thing. So I literally, because <laughs> I was one of those people that I just sent in our group text with me, him, and Ben. I was like, Donovan Mitchell's such a baby. Because I just watched the, I was watching it live, and then I literally, as soon as it happened, I hopped he in the car. He turned and looked. And, and you sent me a video as I'm sitting there, like about to get my food, and you watch him literally, like turn around, look, and then put his head back and pop. Yes. That's not, dude. That's not cool, bro. Like, even you were even saying that, uh, uh, Reggie Miller was sitting there saying, well, we can't know Dylan Brooks' intent. And then they watch and you and just hear the fuck up. Yeah, he did that on purpose, Dude. bro. Dylan Brooks, and I've seen I've seen Kendrick Perkins say it. 
I've seen Stephen A. Smith say it. I'm sure Shannon Sharp probably said it. Yes. And I'm saying it now. Dylan Brooks is going to be a reason between winning a championship and not. Yes. His attitude is going to kill us. It reminds us so much of Rudy Gay. It's a guy drafted into a 20-win team doing whatever the hell he wants to do. No, it's winning time. Get him off the team. This is winning culture. John Jaron have established that through all the bullshit they've went through the past couple weeks. You need to fix it. You need to make a move, Zach Kleiman, and the front office. I think they do. I'm just saying OG Ananobi wouldn't do that. OG Ananobi would not do that. Let's get into LeBron James on the brink of breaking this yeah. record. We touched on it a little bit earlier. What is your? Do you have some type of favorite LeBron uh, moment scoring-wise? You and I aren't great LeBron fans. We're also not haters. He's breaking one of the best scoring titles yeah, of all no. time. What's, what's about to occur cannot be like understated. Like I understand all the people coming from the sides of, well, he's played 25 years. Yeah, yeah. he better hit that record. Like, yeah. All right. Averaging what he's averaged said, yeah. is for astronomical. Yeah. He's taking care of his body, bro. And LeBron, my favorite moment that comes to mind is that Jason Terry alley oop in Boston. Okay. When they're just like, <laughs> Jason Terry was just sitting there in his going. casket. And it was yeah. just like, oh my God. I think D Wade threw that lob, too. Yeah. Shout out Miami one. days. That's the, that's that one. Uh, honestly, yeah. one of my favorite. And this is more because it's a meme than anything else. But the LeBron or Cleveland, this is for you. Like when he went back finally and <laughs> yeah. won, and he was sitting there like bawling, crying. <laughs> yeah. The camera shows him on the ground, just bawling, crying. Shout out, dude, 2016 was one of the greatest seasons ever, man. You had Kobe's last season. Golden State had 73 wins that year, and yes. then a three-one comeback, first one in Finals history. Yes. Shout out, Brian. And honestly, like this doesn't even have anything to do with LeBron, but like right. just one of my favorite Finals moment was that. Rebound by Chris Bosh out to Ray Allen. Bye. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite yes. bangs of all time. And yeah. obviously LeBron happened to be on that team. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this man is a specimen. He is. Like, special. let's not let's let's remember, yes, he's played 20, 20 seasons, eighteen all star games. Mm-hmm. The man's missed the all star twice, and I'm sure that was probably for injury. Yes. He's averaged twenty seven and a half points over those years. Yeah. Seven and a half rebounds, seven and a half assists. Yeah. That's wild. It is insane. Wild. And I mean, he deserves everything he's about to get here. Um in my opinion, do you think he gets it? Do you think he gets the thirty-six on Tuesday? Chat, you let me know on this, dude. Do you think he gets thirty-six, or does he have a struggle kind of forcing the issue a little bit? And it, I think it delays. I believe until Thursday would be their next game. I'm swaying. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things. Like, does OKC want to be the one that's in the record books with him? Exactly. Does OKC want to be the one that they're like they gave up thirty-six and LeBron broke the record? Like, yeah. <laughs> they want to be sitting there with that yeah. on their head. I think LeBron's gonna get it. I'm gonna be honest. I think he goes. For you look 40. at the last two games he's had. Like, I think under twenty-eight points. So he's setting it up to be on national television. Uh, yeah, I think he has. He wanted to be, to be at home in in LA, and he wanted to do it on national TV. One more thing about this Kyrie thing. LeBron did sit down with Michael Wilbon on ESPN this afternoon. He was asked about the Kyrie Irving trade. His response He's was so absolutely lame. hilarious. He was like, I'm extremely disappointed that the Lakers <laughs> were not able to get that. I, I he, he was he was basically like sorry, I know Cooper's laughing because like Lamella dramatic was very true on that one. That shit killed well, me. Well Lion was dramatic too. That man literally yeah. sat there on the thing and said, you know, I don't I didn't put too much thought in. I've already swayed. I'm gonna interrupt you one more time. Austin Weber with another super. Shout out to Austin. Shout Weber. out Austin. My boy. Speak on Austin, man. Man, Austin, Austin, you a you a G. Yeah, you, you a, a G real for real. real. You a you G a real for real. real. Man, I appreciate that. But yeah, Lil Lion was out there again. Or Lil change his stories was also out there again. He was like, I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to have no problem like shifting the focus on this squad we have in the locker room. I'm a- like, LeBron, you tweeted about Kyrie Irving all nice. weekend. Like, all weekend. All weekend, bro. This shit was so funny. Um, to be fair, though, uh, Los Angeles Lakers play Tuesday and Thursday at home, both on TNT. So if LeBron doesn't hit it on OKC, he's hitting it at home on TNT because there's no way he doesn't hit 36 points in back-to-back or in – Two games. There's no way a man averaging 30 on the season doesn't get 36 total in two games. I agree, dude. It's going to be a two games, obviously. He's. I think he's getting in in OKC. Yeah, you I'm think he's getting in in OKC? Have you seen Luke Quinn's tour is not going to show up for it. Can I get another shout-out for Austin Weber, please? Austin Weber? My Austin, boy. shout-out to Austin Weber. W, W, W. Give me some Ws. W. W. Give me another one because Austin, bro. Very much appreciated. W to you, my guy. You are the man for sure. I'm talking about whatever Austin wants to talk about. Yeah, Austin. Awesome. I'm start. talking about whatever Austin wants to talk, talk about, about, my boy. Yeah. Oh, I like you spamming W's in the chat. Shout out to <laughs> Cooper Neal, man. <laughs> Shout out to Cooper Neal. Um, 
What else we got going on in the NBA this week? Anything else you want to touch on, Don? Uh, honestly, you trade know, deadline's coming. Trade deadline's who do you want to see moved, bro? Chat, uh, let me know who you want to see moved. I'm I'm excited to see the OG Ananobi come yeah. to an end. Uh, I'm interested to see. Obviously, I think we've seen more who's not getting traded come out with like the uh, Zach Levine. I am disappointed um, Zach won't be moved. Pascal Siakam won't be moved. I'm uh, very disappointed. I didn't even know Anthony Simons was on the block, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. Um, I'm interested. Honestly, Toronto is going to dictate this trade deadline, in my opinion. Yes. I think they have four or five pieces even that they could move off of. Because right. at the end of the day, Fred Van Fleet can go help somebody. He can. Uh, OG Ananobi is a hot commodity right now. Gary Trent can help somebody. Obviously, if they're wanting to keep Pascal, they can keep him. But at the end of the day, if somebody comes with a thing you can't refuse, you're probably going to trade him. So I think Toronto's a key contributor. They to control this, this whole conversation. They have the narrative going around. And I was listening to Kevin O'Connor on the mismatch, and he was saying that uh, Masai Ujiri, that's how you pronounce his name, he's just a genius because he's let all these reports out about OG, about Pascal. He's playing the game. Now he's not going to trade Siakam. I mean, interesting what they do with Gary Trent, like we mentioned, Fred Van Fleet, OG Ananobi. They have incredible pieces. Toronto could come out and just punt the season and really get a shot at uh, a guy like Victor Webbenyama to put next to Scotty Barnes. Absolutely. I, I just think there's there's a few teams like Utah sitting on the brink of are we are we going to keep competing like this and avoid using any of those picks we just got or are we going to move off all these players that have been winning games for us and start these young guys like Ochao, Agbaji, and Walker yeah. Kessler and all this stuff. So there's teams sitting on the brink of like buying, selling, buying, selling. And I think – if we get enough selling teams out there like the Utah Jazz or Toronto Raptors of the world, if we get enough teams like that yes. to buy into the sell, <laughs> yes. that's going to make it for, for a fun trade deadline. Obviously, trade deadline is always entertaining just because of the weight and the anticipation. But um, I think it can be interesting, especially with who's on the block. We're, you and I, we've talked about John Collins so very much on the show because he's been in rumors for years and years Since on he's end. Been in the do you think he finally gets moved? And where do you think John Collins fits? Because I don't think – I view John Collins similar to Christian Wood. I don't think he moves the needle for really anybody. Yeah. But some people do feel differently about that. To be fair, I don't think he actually gets moved. But I could see him going to like a, like a Brooklyn just because they need size. Yeah. Just, I'm just going off like legit looking. Miami because they just need somebody who can actually put the ball in the hoop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else? Not really. And maybe the Clippers because they could also use some size. So, like, there's there's some teams out there, but at the end of the day, John Collins ain't gonna get moved. We've no, we've, we've we've danced this dance too many times. For yeah, me to, I'll believe it when I see it. Same with the Kings. I believe it as well. Um, shout out to Trey Young not making the All Star team. I give you your props, big dog. I will give you your props on that. Uh, a, a report did come out a couple hours ago. The Miami Heat are motivated to find a new team for t- Kyle Lowry. Where do you think? Well, what do you, what do anybody. you get for him? What is this trade value? Like I don't just don't understand what you're getting in return for Kyle Lowry. You're they're they're probably going to have to trade Kyle Lowry with a pick because that, it's a salary dump. That's another team along with Brooklyn that's going to be interested in Fred Van Fleet. That'd be the only thing that makes Would, sense. And I mean to be all right. So let's play this out. It, does Miami have picks to give Toronto? Because if I'm Toronto, I don't give a shit about Kyle Lowry return. Yeah, you're taking a pick to take that salary. Yeah, it'd so be a you Kyle have Lowry to get a return. Pick. Nobody cares. Yeah, but it's. Is that enough to get Fred Van Vliet? Picks and Kyle Lowry? Well, if you have enough of them. I don't think they do, though. I, don't I really don't. I You'd mean, have to make that a three-team trade and get some more people involved and switch it all around. That's what I want. I want the crazy trades. I want, like, the four-teamers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do, too. Shout-out to Chicago Bulls. They did come out and say they're not trading Zach Levine, but there is a report saying DeMar DeRozan is drawing serious interest on the trade market. I think an, a Laker... With the martyr, like him in a Lakers jersey makes the most sense. It was so close to happening yeah. uh, when Magic Johnson was still a part of the organization. LeBron right. pulled the plug yeah. on it and wanted Russell Westbrook instead. But DeMar in L.A. would definitely be interesting. It'd be a good replacement now that you can't get Kyrie Irving. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, I just, for the Lakers fans, I don't understand why we're still on trade Russell Westbrook. I feel like Russell Westbrook's been a bigger bright spot than Anthony Davis. Like, because he's actually playing. Okay, when AD's on the floor, but that that's the big if, right? Yeah. He's never on the floor. I mean, he's out here averaging triple-doubles off the bench, basically. Yeah, and when you we're talking about DeMar DeRozan, he's drawing serious interest. Chicago is interested in guys like Bones Highland, Mike Conley, and Terry Rozier. So just to name the teams, I don't think Bones Highland would be involved in a DeMar yeah, DeRozan trade, DeMar. but Mike Conley and guys like Terry Rozier could be. I just, those... Outside of Bones, Mike Conley and Terry Rozier make no sense from a Bulls perspective. 
Dude, I, what are they trying to do? I don't know. Nikola Vucevic was one of the worst trades in the entire NBA. I think they're just trying to compound how many bad trades they can get. If we're being completely honest, I think you're. I think you're completely right. Um, the Brooklyn Nets are interested in OG and Anobia. It's hilarious. Of course they are. Yeah, they're Everybody's interested in anything interested. they can get. You want to talk about uh, Furkan uh, Kokmos, whatever the hell his name is, no. if we're requesting the trade today? No. That came across our phone. Say his name, I, right? Furkan Korkmaz. Yeah, who the hell cares? He he drops 30 on the Grizzlies every time we play, but he does. I don't care about you. It's completely why irrelevant. Are you, I haven't seen him play in why years. Why are you requesting a trade, bro? Yeah. You don't – nobody cares. <laughs> no. I, get, I bet you you won't get traded either. You'll just get a nice – here you go. Bro, pack your bags. He's, he's going to be playing for the Austin Spurs or the South Bay Lakers. Just just let the man live, dog. <laughs> Shout out to the G League. At least the hustle are good. Yeah. I will mention Devin Booker's finally making his return tomorrow. Do you think the Phoenix Suns can start to right the ship? They're on a little hot streak right now. I don't know if you have the last 10 in front of you for what the Suns have been. I'm pretty sure it uh, been it's been No, it's been really good. Oh, it has? The past 10, oh, they're 8-2. Yeah. and 8-2 two. and two in their yeah. last 10. And Devin Booker makes return. They could right the ship. Still get a top five seed with how close everything is. No, they could. They f- And they play tonight. No, 2-7. They play tomorrow on TNT against the Nets. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. KD's, uh, he's not playing tomorrow, but no uh, Kyrie Nets. It's a perfect time to make a return if I'm yeah. Devin Booker. If know? I'm Devin Booker, it's a perfect time to go out there and uh, hoop yeah. on Seth Curry. Absolutely. You're exactly right. Um, well, LA Clippers looking to unload Luke Kennard's salary. How would you feel if the Grizzlies got Luke Kennard? I'd be ecstatic that somebody that can actually shoot a three. <laughs> I love how you're making that face. Then I mentioned the Grizzlies. I'd you're like, ecstatic. please, anybody. Like, please, at, the, at, anybody. This, at this point in time, like anybody that can actually shoot a three, I'd love to have on the Grizzlies team. Yeah. But I don't want to watch uh, Luke Kennard try to guard somebody. Yeah. Ever. By the way, I will mention this. I did see this in chat. I'm sorry, chat. I didn't see exactly who it was, but they did say, Kevin Durant, please don't go to Boston. I missed this this morning. Stephen A. Smith, he doesn't just mention shit like he does because he he's still plugged in in the NBA. Oh, NFL, yeah. I really don't listen to him, but NBA, I do. <laughs> he did say this morning, Kevin Durant is on the verge of potentially being moved. Stephen A. said, I'm hearing Boston is making some calls. Keep your eye on that. Jalen Brown. Wow. Brown, bro. First in the East, bro. I don't know if they're first or second right now, but they're top first. of the East, and they're still talking about trading Jalen Brown for Kevin My Durant. My boy Jalen Brown always every out here trade trades. Every every single trade like, talk. Come on, is crazy. Leave my boy out of this. Jalen Brown's been awesome too. What's the percentage? Chat, let me know what percentage is it that KD gets moved before Thursday's trade deadline. I honestly say fifty percent. I might even. You think it's I'm, a fifty-fifty shot? I'm leaning sixty because honestly, at this point, I could see Josiah really saying, "All right, fine, mm-hmm. yeah, I, 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 y'all tried to get me to do it this all season. Let's just go ahead and do it now." Like I can see that being the case. That's why I'm going to keep it at fifty-fifty because I can also see them saying we're building. Around. I just say it's a ten to fifteen because I don't think they make the. Their whole mantra around the Dinwiddie Finney Smith crap is win now. Play. At least that's what reports are saying. Yeah. Maybe it's a smoke screen. I have no idea. I just I don't, don't know. see it happening. If, if but Kevin Durant's to next to Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. how are you stopping that? Yeah. Like I'm serious. Like no. Those are the two of the longest players. And, like, two of the most electrifying scorers ever. How are you stopping that? I don't know, but shout out Jose and Chad. He said 99% chance. Robbie, 25. Okay. Zach said okay, 50. I'm saying 50 75. because at the end of the Get day, 50-50, I can see it going this way. I can see it going this It's way. all over the board, to be fair. Shout out only Memphis. He said 30. Um, but you and I were talking about Anthony Davis a little bit while ago. A lot of teams are reaching out to him. By the way, I'm getting all this from NBA Central. They get their stuff from a variety of sources. Yeah. NBA Central on Twitter is a very good account. They're saying they're getting several calls about Anthony Davis. The Lakers are quickly shooting it down. Would you trade AD if you're in LA's position? Uh, to be honest, I don't think you have enough uh, pool to try and trade AD. You don't yeah. think he has enough value right now? I just I th- I feel like teams are going to say, look, yes, he's incredible, but at the end of the day, I don't want to trade for a guy that's going to play half the season. You don't. I just don't. Would you? If you're a Memphis Grizzlies fan, and I wouldn't have traded for Kyrie though, and no, then Mark Cuban. There's desperate teams right now, true. like a Phoenix, like a Miami. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. That's fair. <laughs> Report: Ben Simmons has zero trade around the NBA. 
<laughs> I did see KD. There was another report that came out that KD's like not happy at all with Ben Simmons. He's been so bad. Ben right? Simmons just needs to get assertive again. Like, have you seen the? Have you seen uh, Ben Simmons summer league highlights pop back up? <laughs> Shout out all around. He goes, "Hell no! What, what the hell are you going to get for a piece of glass?" Talking about Anthony Davis. <laughs> all right, so you're with me. Uh, uh, but have you seen those? Have you see seen what? Ben Simmons G League? Like his first summer league highlight. Oh no, dude! Man, pull up like one step in from the three point line, like top of the paint. I was just confident. Bop, yeah, bop. Like that man was elite mid range shooter, and then he never did that once in an NBA game. (laughs) Dude, them Philly fans and that media has scarred that guy for life. That dude is so in a shell right now. Like that man's a turtle. Like he is hiding in his shell, and he'll never come out. Yeah. It's bizarre. And he talked, he went on JJ Reddick's pod right before the season started and talked all this shit. How he's going to come Reddick. back. Yeah. But shout out JJ. But Ben Simmons was like, I can't wait for a comeback year. And now, like, poor Brooklyn Nets, man. Shoot a layup then, dog. Like, <laughs> it's not that hard. Let's Dunk just recap it. this, bro. In the last two years, the Brooklyn Nets have had James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, and Kevin Durant, and not even a conference finals to show for it. Have they even got out of the first round? No. Yeah, because they got swept last year, didn't they? Nope, they didn't. I will say that the Lakers did, in the Kyrie Irving trade, the Lakers did offer that 27 and 29 first-round pick. Obviously, Russell Westbrook, but... That would have probably been a better pick, but Josiah said, nope. <laughs> yeah. He said, I'm not giving you what you want. You're, you're making me trade you out of here. I'm not giving you what you want. This yeah. is what I want. Exactly. Um, I think Dallas is still shopping around Christian Wood. Do you think he has any trade value around the league? Like you said, I think it's John Collins. I he's think John, him and John Collins. Yeah, he's in the not going to move the needle enough. He's a great big off the bench to score, but he's just not that guy that you're going to. He's not going to win you a championship willy nilly. I, no, I he's think Christian Wood's a great ball player, but he's not winning you a championship. Yeah, he's not. He's not at all. Uh, you guys want to talk about the Super Bowl now? preview it a little bit we'll talk about the super just early stuff there hasn't been much going on here obviously the kelsey bowl patrick mahomes ankle all the storylines are there i think as a fan you couldn't ask for a better super bowl it's the number one offense i believe versus the number one defense it's going to be really sure, exciting yeah. man number jalen hurts patrick two. mahomes uh they're so they're so evenly matched i believe it's only a one and a half point spread right now the eagles are favored should the eagles be favored I think it's wrong to favor the Eagles. I think it's wrong. I, I just think you're saying I'm I'm gonna favor the Eagles over Patrick Mahomes. That's my that's my yeah, thought. Yeah. Um, and we went through the whole in the AFC Championship. The Bengals are there. Joe Burrow above Patrick Mahomes, and they took that shit to heart. Yeah, no, they did. Interesting. Um, also, Chiefs news: Hard Miko Hardman is on the IR now. Jesus. Um, but they have activated. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Shout out Clyde. Um, but I losing Miko, that's gonna be rough. Especially because we saw yes. we saw what happened. I mean, Marcos Valdez Scantling had the game of his life. He did he against went, my boy Mike Hilton. Yeah, Mike Hilton and Eli Apple got, got their dogged. ass cooked. They got <laughs> my, their ass cooked my, for my sure. Ole Miss Rebel Mike Hilton was out here talking about Burrowhead and all that nonsense, and oh he got my God. cooked. He got worked, dog. dude. He to be fair, he played amazing in Buffalo. Got no, he played amazing in Buffalo. I just thought him having to guard a dude that's because Mike Hilton's five. 5'10". Yeah, and Mike Hilton's all that scaling, six four. He was laying that wood on Josh Allen. They did not blitz Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes like I thought they would. With that ankle uh, not sturdy, I heard Rex Ryan on Get Up like the following Monday. He was like, I just don't understand why what you they were didn't doing. blitz. Yeah, yeah, go after Patrick Mahomes. I get he's the number one quarterback against the blitz, but that's when he's not hobbled on an ankle. Yeah, so. but it's also one of those things that any NFL quarterback, there's a reason they get to the NFL. They are talented exactly. at some form or level. Like Obviously, not everyone pans out. If you let any NFL quarterback, Nathan Peterman, yes. if you let him stand in a clean pocket, he will tear you up. That's how it works. Okay, if, I'm not going as far as Nathan no, Peterman. No, I'm telling you right now. No, I'm telling you right now. Any NFL quarterback, if you made an NFL roster, you're there. Not for Dak reason. Prescott. Dak Prescott, if you let him pick you apart, he's going to pick you apart. Okay. That's how any NFL quarterback is. You have you to catch get him, him on the right week. Spot. You catch him on the right week, he'll give you the ball two or three times, too. No. It, yeah, if you're getting pressure on him. Let's do early predictions, man. You taking Jalen Hurts uh, rushing for over 100 yards or Patrick Mahomes over 300 yards passing? Patrick Mahomes. You think he – okay. I think Patty Mahomes. I'm going to be honest. We didn't get to see the Eagles offense really have to do much in that last game. And they didn't click, but they still put up 31 points. Bro. Yeah, and, and so, like, they didn't have to do much. But, uh, 
I just I, I don't think you're stopping that Chiefs defense or that Chiefs offense. I really don't think so either. Uh, shout out all around in chat. He said the Jets are really trying to get Aaron Rodgers. What's your thought on there? I th- I have I have called this since they hired that bum of a coach. Since they hired a uh, dude from Broncos, oh, uh, Nathaniel uh, Hackett. Yeah, Nathaniel. Since Hackett. they hired him, I knew what they were playing is. They were like, look. You're not that good, but we and, need Aaron And Rodgers. the Robert Sala thing all week long, he was talking about, we're looking for a veteran quarterback, looking for a looking veteran for a veteran, looking for a veteran. That's Aaron Rodgers, bro. That is Aaron Rodgers. You're absolutely right. I, I, as of right now, I really don't have anything else to say about the Super Bowl. I really want to touch on that Thursday at 530, our next Hampton Sports Podcast. Absolutely. Because we'll have a lot more news to talk to. you got a lot of guys going to the podium tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday will be Grizz Talk at 530. Let's go back into the trade deadline, why don't we, man? Uh, just out of curiosity, did you watch Go the Pro Bowl? I did watch a little bit of the flag football. Did was you it like fun? it? No, it was not. I heard the players have enjoyed it. The players enjoyed it, but it was like the camera angles. They had Pat McAfee and Kirk Herbstreit calling it. It was just Bro, completely Pat McAfee's bizarre. He, but yeah, but he not. He was the main guy calling a game though. Yeah, he was weird. like, yeah, it's just bizarre. I didn't watch any of the uh, the. I usually try to tune in to the like. Mini games, I guess, is what we're gonna call. Them. Yeah, so I don't remember what they call them? Yeah, but they had it was just weird because they played like multiple flag football games, and then I turned on the TV and Josh Allen's golfing in Pebble Beach, so <laughs> it's just hilarious. Uh, it's too funny, too it funny. Is, it is ridiculous, man. Um, all right, let's nobody see. cares about all star games anymore. At this no, point. they don't. One more, one more thing on Kyrie Irving. All right, hit me with it. Is he still starting in the all star game? Like, is that still a thing? Oh yeah, now he's in. The yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be representing the Dallas Mavericks in the All Star game. He got voted an All Star starter. That's how good Brooklyn was. How does that work? Actually, now that you said that, bro, like, he's. I assume he's still gonna start. Steph but Curry is he starting he's as a Brooklyn Net or is he? Hey, no, yeah, I mean, oh shit, yeah, because he's in the West, bro. That's well, I guess saying. Steph's out. Does Kyrie slide does in? Kyrie really take that? Yeah. So John Moran or uh, but what I'm saying Shea's is he's not gonna get there. Yeah, that's wild. No, like does that. Take away a Western All-Star? I think they keep, if it was East First West, like the game itself was East First West, I think they would move it. But I think now that everything's locked in, it's just a draft, bro. I think they keep it. Yeah, I think they'll they'll keep keep them in in there. there. He got voted in as a net. Yeah, he got voted in as a net, so I think they're going to keep it East. Yeah, I believe so. And he won't get drafted. He'll be like that year that uh, they waited until the last pick to draft James Harden. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. that. That's what Kyrie's gonna get this year. LeBron will pick him first, probably. But oh, you know LeBron will pick him first. LeBron loves him so He's much. He's won the last several All Star games, by the way. He LeBron? has won. Yeah, he yeah. has. I always think it's funny when Steph's on his team and Steph's like, I'll never get to see this up close. There is an interesting stat on the Oklahoma City Thunder. You and I spent a little bit of time on them, but since the new year, they're first in offensive rating, first in net rating, first ten points per game, first in three point percentage, and the sixth best record. That's Thunder? insanity. Yeah. So you think LeBron's gonna break the record tomorrow, dog? Yeah. You think LeBron's gonna break the record, huh? Yeah. Okay. Bold. Well, I'll be staying up to watch it. Nope. Uh, I bet you. <laughs> it's starting at nine o'clock. You know how I feel about those things. Yeah. Who was the biggest snub of the All Star team, in your opinion? I say James Harden. I think that's the obvious one. Philly is second or third in the East right now. I'm not a James Harden fan. He's going to shrink in the playoffs for you. But regular season award, James has been him this been, year. Yeah, yeah, twenty-one and eleven, great efficiency. Um, Anthony Edwards is a name that come to mind. He averaged averaging about twenty-five, six, and four. Uh, James Harden's a good one for the East. Um, and then the one that on the West that's really intriguing is De'Aaron Fox. Yes. Um, I was really sad that to see De'Aaron didn't get in there. He might now with injuries and stuff like that, and I hope he does. Um, but seeing De'Aaron not get the recognition was kind of interesting. And uh, as you mentioned, Anthony Edwards, but I think De'Aaron Fox is the number three seed in the mm-hmm. West right now. Like, I thought he deserved, just based on team record and his stats that he's been putting up, I thought he deserved to get one. But um, I'm, sure, I'm proud of you, though. You know that? Why is that? Because you didn't mention AD. Because he was not robbed. Okay, but there is an argument to be made about him over Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, you must not listen to Chris Vernon. Yes, I'd have. Well, did you hear how incredible Jaron's stats are compared to Anthony Davis? Are you talking about the one net rating stat? Is that what you're talking Bro, about? Bro, plus 11 over Anthony Davis is an intriguing stat. AD's yeah, only plus, plus three when he's on the plus, court. I know, I get that. Jaron's plus 15 but, when he's on the court. <laughs> right. Okay, Just never mind. You're they've, not you're not arguing they've that. They've played the same amount of time. No, they haven't. Yes, they have. They they've played Jaron's played six more games than him. Six. That's not the same. 
The six more games. Oh my god, dude! Look at the minutes. Yeah, and who's been better in those minutes? Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, but Jaron one averages sixteen points a game and an amazing amount of blocks. Okay, and one averages twenty points a game when he actually plays. AD averages twenty. Yeah, it's cute. Where where he's played twenty eight games, thirty three and a half minutes per game, and they're still one of the worst teams ever. They're thirteen and fifteen. Give me games. how many points is the average? Twenty seven. You said 20. 27 on 28% from three. Yeah, that's what I really want in okay, my Okay, I'm not game. arguing. I'm just saying there's an argument. No, there's not an argument to be made. There there's not one. Argument, one's bro. defensive player of the year and an all-star, and the other one's a bum. Okay. Uh, when the Lakers catch the Grizzlies in the standings. They're not catching the Grizzlies. I know they're not. I know they're they're not. not that good. By the way, Grizzlies fans, pipe the hell down. I'm not saying that uh, he should have made it over Jaren. I was not saying that at that's all. That's exactly what he's saying. No, Come I'm saying him. I'm playing devil's Come advocate. Come for him. Shut the hell up. Also, he's played, Jaren's played eight more so games than him. So being said. Oh Jaren's played eight God. more games than him. He has better field goal percentage. He has better three-point percentage. He has better blocks. Bro, I, y'all are lucky you don't have the same view as me. He's in a bulging erection talking about Jaren Jackson Jr. Stop right now. It's crazy. It's Absolutely wild. It's not true at all. I don't know why, dude. Grizzlies are terrible right now. Jaren's not, though. At least we have Jaren. <laughs> he got cooked by Scotty Barnes in the final stretch of the game last I wasn't night. watching, so I don't he believe you. He got cooked. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I wasn't watching. And only Memphis does have a great point. You can't give a 13 seed two All-Stars. That's why I take Great job. Great job, only Memphis. Gang up on that's him. That's why I take He's saying He's saying Anthony Davis over Jaron Jackson Jr. That's not you what heard I'm it. Saying. He's, he, that's what he's that's saying. That's not what I'm saying. Y'all, give, y'all make sure he hears it in the chat. Bro, it was an – I was playing devil's advocate. Make sure he hears it. It's like when – You ain't allowed to play devil's advocate. I'm allowed to play devil's advocate. Uh, okay. That ain't your card. <laughs> Do you think Julius Randle or Jalen Brunson? He Julius Randle made it over Brunson. Should it been flip flop? I disagree with Drew Holiday being in there. I do too. So, and obviously, I'm fine with the people voting given defensive players like a nod because at the end of the day, nobody complained when Rudy Gobert made it, and yeah. Rudy Gobert was not just the guy you wanted to watch in an All Star game. Mm-hmm. But um, I really did think Jalen Brunson had a spot there. You already mentioned James Harden. Um, I like the nod over Julius. I, I think I, I think yeah. I think Julius got the they got the right New York Nick in the All Star game. I, and I'd probably lean he's, that way. He's been great this year. I know Knicks fans are hot and gold with Randall, but Jalen Brunson's a reason that they've been better than expected this year. But yeah. Julius, his numbers have been better when you're just uh, comparing them. Did you see him get dunked on by Norman Powell? I did not. Norman Powell. I did get the Norm- noti. I got the noti on my phone. I didn't watch it though. Floated and dunked that junk on him. It's crazy. Floated. Crazy. Like I mean, I was like, Norman Powell can jump like that. Oh, Norman like, different, huh? He like it looked like he hit a bouncy pad in that court and boom. Yeah. And he yelled at him too. Ooh, he yelled. I'm shocked he didn't get Tito because he like screamed, screamed at Julius Randall. <laughs> and Julius Randall was hobbling over. <laughs> I was like, dang. Shout out Norman Powell. He's probably gonna get moved. I'm kidding, dude. What are the Clippers? I don't even understand why they're a team. Josh anymore. Hart's going to get traded for like an eighth time at the trade deadline. Poor Josh Hart. Poor Josh Hart. He's dog. not a bad ball player. He's just a great rebounder. He can't do anything else. Josh Hart's a good defender, bro. He's decent. He can knock down a three. He just hadn't shot the ball this year. You know, you want to know why I didn't make a trade package for him last Grizz Talk? Why? Because he's not been shooting the three that well. I know. He hasn't been shooting it that well, man. I was worried about but it. But he hasn't been shooting it as many times as Dylan Brooks. Nobody sh- again. If y'all don't listen to Chris Vernon's show, a you're missing out. But b go listen. Dylan Brooks shoots the most out of 400 basketball players and shoots the least efficient out of 400 basketball players. And punches people in the balls. And hits people in the nuts. Wild. It is. Wild. Yeah, Josh Hart shooting 29 percent from three this year. You know Shea has four 40 point games this year. I'm telling you, that team is different. Should he start over John Morant? How? Before I answer that, how does that work? Is it based on like the fan votes? So like whoever no, had more fan votes. The commissioner vote? makes this decision. The commissioner, okay. Commissioner makes um, injury decisions. Yes. I'm gonna say this, and you're gonna be mad. No, I'm not. I think Shea should start okay. mostly because I agree. I think his stats are obviously the assists aren't as much as Ja, but the points are way more than Ja. The team's not what Ja's is. Team's not, but Ja's also been in the news a little bit too yeah, much. The commissioner might be like, look. You want? I'm gonna get a Shea's, message across. Shea's a feel good story right now. That he's kind of the job last year because people. Have, I mean, they've soured on the Grizzlies. I can't blame them. I can't either. We stink. It is. Shea true. averages thirty one five and six and two almost two steals. It's ridiculous. Bro. Fifty thirty five ninety. Can you imagine that team with Chet next year? Chet don't even have to be shit, bro. 
Chet literally just has to rebound and just set get screens. Yeah, another year for Josh Giddy. And block. Yeah. You're really there to play defense. Like, Chet has to stay healthy. Yeah. At the end of the day, can Chet Holmgren be healthy? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's you know what's been, like, I, I get everybody came into this year expecting Houston to be horrible, but you and I talked about them in the offseason, like, excited about them. They are, like, one of the worst teams I think I've watched. Is it Steven Silas? Time. Is, it, is it him? It's it's Steven Silas. It's the roster with no veterans outside of Eric Gordon because Eric needs Gordon to be checks moved. out. Yeah. Um, but Jabari Smith, when you have cancers like Kevin Porter Jr., KPJ's a hooper, but he's not a locker room guy no. at all. Um, he has started fights with staff members and stuff. And then Jalen Green, you have him accommodating, getting used to losing like this. It's just not good no. for the Rockets right now. I believe they only have uh, 11 wins now. It was like 14 when I, I think, was looking. Really? Yeah, they're bad. So, <laughs> I mean, Detroit, they have the excuse of Cade Cunningham going down. We Detroit's 14 and 40. Rockets are 13 and 40. Yeah, 13 and 40. What's the Rockets' last 10? Three and seven. Oh, it's not as bad as, as the Spurs. The Spurs are one and nine. Yeah, that's that's tank San Antonio Spurs. But, yeah, I've just been disappointed in the Rockets. I wonder right, how Jabari too. Smith's been this year, bro. Let's look. Yeah, let's look at Jabari Smith because you and I loved him out of the draft. My favorite player. Sadly. But, um, obviously, Paolo Pancaro is running away with rookie of the year right now. Right, Orlando's been hooping close. a little bit, yeah. It, Orlando's only like three and a half games out of that 10 seed. If I'm the Magic GM, I'm kind of like, all right, listen, we need to sit some people here. Is that what needs to happen, dog? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, Jabari Smith has started all 50 or thir- no, he's only missed three games, but started 50 games, 30 minutes a game, almost 12 points. I'll be generous and round up. Damn, 12 points? That's seven terrible. rebounds, one assist, half a block or half a steal, one block. Read me some terrible efficiency numbers. Yeah, I'm getting there. Read me some terrible efficiency numbers. What's it from Ooh, the field? For a big man, what's it from 39% from the field? From the field? 30%. 30 and a half from three, 78 from free throw. And, dude, that's on that's on almost 11 shots a game. Bro, RIP Jabari, man. 38 from the field. That is terrible, The yo. only person shooting worse than him on this team is Deshaun Nix. Who? Who's, yeah, who's played in how many games? Oh, he's played in 40 games. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I've never heard of him. Shout and out then uh, Garrison Hits. Matthews. Bro, I forgot he was the league. I remember him as a wizard with Russ that year. 39, dude, that's bad. What four, the hell? They're basically saying he's about four for 11 is about what his shoot is. 12 points a game on 39% from the field. That's a big man. That's terrible, yeah. yo. Isn't he playing the four there, or is he playing the three? Uh, I don't Either know. Either way, that's not I don't not watch good. them. They just get throttled every single night. Alperin Shangun's been a highlight for them, though. Yeah, that's been about it, bro. They can't shoot the three. Dude, they might actually be a team that shoots worse than us from three. Probably. They shoot 32% as a team. Let's yeah, go see it's probably around us, bro. Yeah, because we stink. We're terrible. We stink. Damian Lillard could be in talks with Shea for that starting position as well. I, if it's not Shea or Ja, I'd be shocked. I, I don't think Damian Lillard's going to get it. Yeah, I, I don't think he is either, but Dame's numbers are probably similar to Shea's. I think the commissioner Point will side. Wise, I don't think any of the other stats will be close. That's 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 fair. Because Shea does have a lot more size. I'm sure he rebounds a lot better than Damian Lillard. But Dame has been him this year. People, we what? shoot we shoot better from the three than the Rockets. Nice. Shout out to the Grizzlies. We shoot just one and a half percent better than the worst team in the league. I swear, if I don't have a three point shooter on this team, ooh. Hey, Danny Green shooting fifty percent from three. <laughs> does Denver need to make a move? No. I wouldn't touch that roster. I wouldn't touch that with the Tim football. I'm shocked that Boston's talking to Brooklyn about Kevin Durant. That's what shocks me, man. I don't understand that. That has to be a smokescreen. That has to be something that Joe Sy put out. Like, that has to come from the Brooklyn side. Like, trying to but see if there's why, something there. Yeah, but why would Because let's be know. honest. Would Boston really run the, run the game of throwing Jalen Brown's name back out in the trade they ran it last year. I know, and they do it all the finals time. Appear. I mean, it was weeks after playing in the NBA Finals. Two games from the championship. Man. His name's in trade talks. I know. I feel bad for that, man. I'm just saying, like, it happened then. It can happen in the middle of the season now. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's not it, the, the whole thing's just 
bizarre to me. I don't know what the Nets are going to do. If I'm Joe Sy, I'm, I'm selling the team. <laughs> because, like, this has been the biggest S show I think I've ever seen in basketball. It is bad. Honestly, I'm shocked Joe Sy still wants to be a GM. <laughs> no, Joe, Joe Sy is the owner. Oh, he's the Sean owner? Sean Marks. Sean Marks is the GM. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Katie called for Sean Marks' job at the beginning of the season. He still called for Steve Nash and Sean Marks. Um, just to put Jabari Smith's bad season in perspective. Dylan Brooks shoots .6 higher than him. <laughs> from the field, I don't know about from three. What did oh, I say? Look up Jalen Green's numbers. What I think I, he's actually been decent. Probably what did I say about Jabari Smith's uh, three-point percentage? Uh, Dylan shoots 31.3. Remember that. Uh, Jabari said, I think it was 31 too, bro. Wow. So Jabari's having just as bad of a shooting season as Dylan Brooks. Yeah, but Jabari's a rookie. But the thing is, like, who else is going to score on that team? Officially, no. so bad. Jabari's shooting .7 less from three. I did not know Jabari's has been that horrible. No wonder I haven't heard that cat's name all freaking year. Jalen Green's shooting 41% from the field, 33 from three, which isn't great. But, I mean. It's not great, but it's not. And he's averaging 21.5 points per game. Yeah. But, I mean, that team's so bad, dude. Like, Yeah, that's what I've been disappointed in this year. The and they're. The barrel teams. I think Jalen Green can average. I think Jalen Green and Alperin and Shangun and maybe Tari Eason. Um, that's and Jabari Smith. Be I think those thing. are the only guys you need to keep. Maybe yeah. Jay Sean Tate, but he's not. He's been injured all no. year. I just don't get it from the Rockets, bro. Shit makes no damn sense to me. They're just not good. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, we just cross over one hour, my guy. You got anything else? I don't. Except, man. I wish the Grizzlies could win a basketball game. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice for sure. Uh, Jake Hoops, one more thing before we get out of here. Jake Hoops asks, will the Bulls make the trade with the Lakers for Levine? We did cover that earlier, Zach Levine. The Bulls are not willing to trade him. However, the Lakers could get involved with DeMar DeRozan. Because we did touch on that DeMar is being getting a lot of interest from around the league. So that'll be interesting to see how it goes uh, there. All right, well, we covered the John Moran investigation, touched on the Super Bowl a little bit, LeBron breaking the record possibly tomorrow. We hit on a ton of stuff. Grizz Talk, 5.30 on Wednesday. We want to shout out Austin Weber again for all the Supers. Thank you so, so much. Yes. Austin, you you are the GOAT for real. I, can't, I really can't thank you enough. And anybody else, feel free to send us some Supers. We'll show you some love as well. Really thankful for Austin today. He's been the GOAT for real. Yes, the sir. next Hampton Sports Podcast will be on Thursday, day of the trade deadline. We will have so much to get into. To on Thursday, and it'll be a final episode we have before the Super Bowl. Thursday is going to be a long, long episode. I can't yeah. wait. It, the trade deadline ends at like three o'clock. Eastern yes, time, and it? we will be live five thirty yep. Central Time on Thursday awesome. for the trade deadline. It's going to be dope. Also, Grizzlies fans, five thirty on uh, Wednesday for that as well. Well, Coop, hope you have a great, great night, my.